that, boy, I tell you what, I'm glad I'm saved, boy, glad, glad God's on the scene. Somebody say amen. Boy, like I was saying, amen, it's been a long journey. Hey, but I've been blessed, boy, I tell you, I remember where I was, I remember where I was when God came to me, amen, and picked me up out of my mess, amen. I hadn't forgot about it, God hadn't forgot about it, and I ain't got over it, amen. Amen, I just know, amen, I tell you what, I love the Lord. Amen, if you got your Bibles, we're gonna be in the book of Genesis this morning. Amen, I got just a little something on my heart. I, I tell you what, if you will listen and pay attention, I promise you, you can get some help today from the word of God, amen. Amen, I, I got this little lady on my heart. Boy, God just let it jump out at me. I, I preached on it once before, I think a little different, but buddy, God's give me something out of this today. Amen, as, as we look into the uh, world and see what's going on out yonder. Boy, we know that we're living in the last days. Somebody say amen. I can't be no more plainer than that. I'm not trying to scare you by any means. I'm just trying to tell you the truth. But we are definitely living in the last days. Amen. When I read my Bible, uh, Davin and I, and I just, I don't even, I mean, really just look at the news for about five minutes. I mean, and you read your Bible, you know that we are living in the last days. What the Bible says will come to pass is coming to pass. Uh, the way the people are living according to the scripture, we can see that now. Somebody say amen. And so as I begin to look at this little lady, amen, over here in the book of Genesis, I begin to think about it. Her life, amen, and, and she don't get a whole lot of recognition about anything. Most people just kind of skip over her. And I understand, I mean, I'm not throwing stones by any means, but we're going to be looking at a little Egyptian girl, amen, who got in a way, uh, uh, she was, a, she was a, a, a maid, amen, she was uh, somebody's servant. And I'll just be honest, amen, if you really study your Bible, you'll find out she's taken advantage of. She was put in a situation she, she didn't ask for. Is everybody okay? Is everybody all right? And this little girl, I mean, she just done the best she knowed how, and then she was mistreated, and then she was kicked out. Is everybody okay? She had to, she had to, she had to try to live on her own for a while. Is everybody all right? Had a little boy, amen, had to take care of him, but, but she was by herself, one of them unwed mothers. Everybody all right? One of them that was struggling a little bit, and her name's Hagar. Is everybody okay? Hagar, Sarah's maid. Sarah's maid. Amen. And when Abraham and Sarah, or Abram and Sarai didn't have children, Sarai come up with a plan. She said, I'll just give you my maid. Is everybody all right? Didn't ask the maid what she wanted. Amen. She said, I'll just give you my maid. So that's what they done. They come up with a plan. They had a, they had a son. Amen. His name was Ishmael. Is everybody all right? Y'all remember him? Amen. That's why we're in a lot of trouble. We're in over in the Middle East, but we won't go there. Is everybody all right? Things always, uh, things probably... Things don't never work out for a child of God when they start getting outside the plan of God and the Word of God. Is everybody all right? 
Everybody okay? And so Hagar, and I'm, I'm laying this groundwork here. Amen. The Bible said that uh, uh, Sarah came to Abraham and said, hey, look, I'll just give you, I'll give you my handmaid. You can go into her. Amen. You can get her pregnant. And I can bear, push on her knees. And that's how we'll have children. Well, when she, had, when she was conceived and uh, got pregnant, then Sarah mistreated her. Is everybody all right? Sarah was jealous and she mistreated her. And she, and she, and she, and she talked bad to her and uh, uh, maybe even punished her. So here she is now. Here she is. Sarah's fixing to have a child. Is everybody all right? We know who Sarah's boy is. Right? Isaac, right? Right? Sarah and Abraham's fixing to have a child. Ishmael's done grown. He's, uh, he's not grown up, but... You know, he's on up in age, a little bit, a few years old, amen, able to run around and play. We've got so many of them around here today that can run around and play and do things. Somebody say amen. I mean, he's probably what, about 11, 12 years old, I think. Amen, something like that. Amen, and then Sarah has a baby boy. Amen, this Isaac, we know that. And then we get down into Genesis chapter number 21. Amen. Genesis chapter number 21. We're going to start reading there. I don't believe we'll be real long this morning. But there's something I want to talk to you about. It's in this scripture. And here's this little Egyptian girl. Amen. After she was mistreated by Sarah, she run off. She run off and she sat down out yonder in the wilderness by a fountain of water. Is everybody all right? And God came to her. And God came to her and said, I need you to go back because I'm going to bless your son and I'm going to make a great nation out of him as well. Amen. And so now we're down here to Genesis chapter number 21 and the Bible says in verse number one, and the Lord visited Sarah as he had said. Amen. I'm telling you right now, you can always depend on God doing what he said. Is everybody okay? We can always depend on God to do what he said he's going to do. Amen. I'm telling you right now, if God ever made you a promise, you hang on to that promise because God is not slack. God is not short on his promises. God will always come through. Amen goes right there. That don't cost you no extra. Amen. Genesis chapter 21 verse 1. And the Lord visited Sarah as he had said. Amen. What has God promised you? Talk to me, church. Amen. And the Lord did unto Sarah as he had spoken. Hello. Now listen to this. For Sarah conceived and bare Abraham a son in his old age at the set time of which God had spoken to him. And Abraham called the name of his son that was born unto him whom Sarah bare unto him Isaac. And Abraham circumcised his son Isaac being eight days old as God had commanded him. And Abraham was a hundred years old when his son Isaac was born unto him. And Sarah said, God hath made me to laugh so that all that hear will laugh with me. And she said, who would have said unto Abraham that Sarah should have given child suck? For I have borne him a son in his old age. And the child grew and was weaned. And Abraham made a great feast the same day that Isaac was weaned and Sarah saw the son of Hagar, the Egyptian, the Egyptian girl, the Egyptian woman, young, young lady, amen. She's got a child now. Listen to this. 
And Sarah saw the son of Hagar, the Egyptian, which she had borne unto Abraham, mocking. Everybody all right? You be careful, child of God, who you mock. Is everybody okay? You be careful, child of God, who you mock. Is everybody all right? I don't like bullies. Is everybody okay? Don't be a bully, child of God. Don't be a bully, child of God. Don't be a bully, child of God. Is everybody all right? It's preaching time right about now, amen. I don't like bullies. I used to be one. Is everybody okay? I know what a bully's like, amen. When I was in school, I was a bully. Matter of fact, matter of fact, Brother Allen, amen, the bullies didn't like me. Why? Because I beat the bullies up. Is everybody okay? I'm just telling you the truth, Brother Darrell. Amen, I, I could be a bully, but I was mainly a bully to the bullies. <laughs> Is everybody all right? Amen. And so here, here he is, amen, mocking, mocking somebody, mocking somebody who shouldn't have been mocking. Somebody say amen. I'm telling you, that mocking business will cost you. That mocking business will cost you, child of God. Hey, is everybody don't look at me like you're dead. Amen goes right there. Hallelujah. You know what, you know what, you know what Brother Tony said? Hey, look, look up, don't look down. We ain't dismissing. Brother Tony said, what'd you lose a quarter? Everybody all right? Amen. Y'all not be a bully. Is everybody okay? Amen. I didn't see that, but boy, that preach. And here he is mocking, mocking somebody. Sarah saw the son of Hagar, the Egyptian, which she had born unto Abraham, mocking. Wherefore she said unto Abraham, cast out this bondwoman and her son. For the son of this bondwoman shall not be heir with my son, even with Isaac. And the thing was very grievous in Abraham's sight because of his son. And God said unto Abraham, Let it not be grievous in thy sight because of the lad and because of thy bondwoman. In all that Sarah hath said unto thee, hearken unto her voice, for in Isaac shall thy seed be called. We know about all of that. Amen. The spirit and the flesh. Somebody say amen. That's what we're dealing with here. But listen to this. Listen to what happens right here. And also the son of the bondwoman will I make a nation because he is thy seed. Verse 14. And listen to this. And this is where, what the Lord began to deal with me about. And Abraham rose up early in the morning and took bread and a bottle of water and gave it unto Hagar, putting it on her shoulder. And that right there represents a burden. But if there's ever been a time when the children of God are under such a heavy burden, is everybody all right? Such a heavy burden. Listen to this. And a bottle of water putting on her shoulder and the child and sent her away and she departed and wandered in the wilderness of Beersheba. Wow. Here she is wandering around in the wilderness. And I thought about that for a minute. I thought about it, Tyler Busby, about the wilderness. And when we look that up, it's got, it's got a twofold meaning. One of them is just a, a, a vast forest land, uh, uh, and one of them is a vast, like a, like a wasteland, a desert almost. Is everybody all right? Hey, man, buddy, one thing I know about a wilderness, 
Hey, is there's a lot of dangers out there in the wilderness. There's a lot of pitfalls in the wilderness, amen, where you can get yourself in trouble in a hurry. Somebody say amen. But there's a lot of wild beasts out there in the wilderness, amen, that will attack you and bite you. And you know what really thrives out yonder in the wasteland, in the desert places, is them rattlesnakes. Is everybody all right? But there's a lot of snakes out there in the wilderness, amen, and when the snake bites you, is everybody okay? Oh, the wilderness. And here we find Hagar out there wandering in the wilderness, wandering with a bottle of water, wandering with a little bit of bread, wandering in the wilderness with her child. Is everybody okay? Something's fixing to happen in Hagar's life. Wandering around in the wilderness, child of God. Listen to this. He sent her away, putting on her shoulder. And sent her away, and she departed and wandered in the wilderness of Beersheba. And the water, verse, verse 15, listen to this. And the water was spent in the bottle. What does that mean? She run out of water. She run out of water, Brody. The bottle was empty. The bottle is empty. The bottle that had the water, the, the, the container of water is empty. The vessel, the vessel that was once full of water is now empty. Is everybody okay? That vessel that she was depending on, amen, for, for her survival, for her child's survival, it's now empty. Wandering in the wilderness. Listen to this. Verse 15, and the water was spent in the bottle. And she cast the child under one of the shrubs. And she went and set her down over against him a good way off. As it were a bow shot. For she said, let him not see the death. Let me not see the death of the child. And she went over against him and lifted up her voice and wept. Now we see this little Egyptian girl amen, who had been mistreated, who was living in the, in the household of Abraham, amen, in, in, in the right place. Now she's out in the wilderness wandering around. Amen, and now, now the water is, is spent in the bottle, the bottle's empty. Now she's, she's laid the child down over there so he can die, and she's over here away from the child, but I'll tell you right now, but that, that, that wilderness, it'll cause division in your life. Why? Now we'll get to that in a minute. Amen. But now she's desperate. Now she's desperate, Brother Darrell. Now she's weeping and crying out to God and lifting up her voice with a broken heart. Is everybody okay? Just talking about Hagar. We don't hear too much about Hagar. Is everybody all right? Well, we like, to, we like to beat her up sometimes about being the flesh. Is everybody okay? But this was an actual person. This actually happened. This is what this lady, this little girl went through with her son. Is everybody all right? This isn't something made up. This is not some fairy tale. Amen? This right here is a true story, an actual event in history about a little lady named Hagar. Amen? And so now she's desperate and she's calling out to the one that can help her. Is everybody all right? Amen? And this is where we want to get to. Verse number 17. 
And God heard the voice of the lad, and the angel of God called to Hagar out of heaven. Amen. I told you earlier, but if God ever made you a promise, you can, you can bank on it. God will do what he said. And God heard her voice, the voice of the lad, and the angel of God called to Hagar out of heaven and said unto her, What aileth thee? Hagar, fear not. For God had heard the voice of the lad where he is. Somebody shout right there. Amen. I'm glad God knows where we're at. I'm glad that whenever God, hey, whenever we're suffering, when we're in pain, but if we'll lift out our voice to God and we'll cry out to God, God knows where we're at. God's listening for your cry this morning. Amen. And so as I begin to look at this, I begin to look at the thing here. Listen to this in verse number 17. What aileth thee, Hagar? For God heard the voice of the lad. Arise, lift up uh, the lad and hold him in thine hand for I will make him a great nation. And God opened her eyes. Wow, there's a lot of folks I believe today. A lot of children of God walking around in this world, in this wilderness out there with their eyes shut, amen, to the things that's going on around them. Their eyes haven't been opened. They haven't been enlightened, amen, to what's really right. Somebody say amen. The things they're learning in school, a lot of it, amen, ain't right. Somebody, I don't care what you think, amen. I'm just gonna preach you the truth. A lot of the things that goes on in schools today just ain't right. That, stuff, that garbage didn't go on when I went to school. Amen, they taught you how to read, to write, to add and subtract. Somebody say amen. They taught you real science, what was real, what was fact. Amen goes right there. Is everybody all right? They taught us what was real. Man, if we'd acted like some of these kids act today in school, they'd have gave us a paddling and sent us home for five days. Is everybody all right? And by the time I got home, my daddy would have had his belt off and gave me another whooping. Oh, we don't do that no more. Is everybody all right? Amen. And so God opened her eyes. And she saw a well of water. And what'd she do? Bible says, and she went and filled the bottle with water and gave the lad drink. And I thought about that, boy. I thought about that water. I thought about what the water represents. And when we read our scripture, we know that the water represents the word. We know that the water represents the spirit. Somebody say amen. And we know that we need the water in our life to survive. Is everybody all right? Amen goes right there. You're not going to live long without water. Is everybody okay? Amen. And whatever we have inside of us, sooner or later is going to run out, Big John. Amen. I can't just take one drink today and not drink for a week. Amen. And think that that's going to carry me through. I looked up, I looked up dehydration. There's some things about dehydration I did not know. Amen. And there's a lot of people out there trying to get by on one little drink of Jesus. Is everybody all right? And trying to last all week or all month or all their life. Somebody say amen. And they're wandering around out yonder in the dangers of the world. Amen. And they've run dry on the word of God. They've run dry on the spirit of God. They've run dry on Jesus Christ. Amen. They wonder why they're in a mess. Boy, I didn't know that that song, amen, never heard it, but boy, God just puts everything together. Wonder why your life's in a mess. It's because you're dehydrated on God. 
Is everybody okay? You don't pick your Bible up and read it. You don't pray. Is everybody all right? You have to go to church. Amen goes right there. There's a well in the wilderness. Is everybody all right? Hagar, Hagar found a well in the wilderness, a place where she could get refreshed, a place where she could get revived, renewed. Is everybody all right? Dehydration, dehydration. It's insufficient or an inadequate intake of fluid, of water. Is everybody all right? Child of God, you can't survive on an inadequate intake of the Word of God, of the Spirit of God. Is everybody all right? What I found out in my life, what I found out in my life, Devin, is I need him every day. I need my Bible every day. I need to get on my face before God every day. They say you can, how long do you think you can last without water? Huh? How long do you think you could last? Amen. You know what it does? It attacks your inside organs. Amen. It attacks your kidneys and your liver and your mind. Really. It affects your mind when you start getting dehydrated. Did you know that? When a child of God starts getting dehydrated on God, it's going to affect their mind. Amen. And when your mind starts going sour, amen, you start getting bitter. Is everybody all right? Is everybody all right? Oh, it's preaching time. It's preaching time. Amen. You know what happens when you get low on water and you're not drinking enough of water and you're not getting enough fluid in your life? Amen. And it starts attacking them inside of that, that liver. That liver and then them kidneys, it attacks them. Amen. And they start to, they start to dry up. They stop doing their job. They stop doing their function. And then all of a sudden your body begins to get poisoned on the inside. Oh, it's preaching time. Is everybody all right? You want to know what happens to a child of God when they walk away from God and they quit studying and they quit praying and they quit worshiping and they quit praising the Lord and they quit going to the house of God? They start to get infected on the inside. These things on the inside start to happen, amen. And then the poison starts on the inside and it attacks the heart. Did you know that? It attacks the heart and the brain. Oh, yeah. That's right. And your body turns on itself. Things start to shut down. Yeah. Things start to shut down and eventually you'll die. You'll die. Everybody all right? Just talking about what dehydration does. Amen. The body says, or, or, or when I looked it up, it says you begin to overheat on the inside. Is everybody all right? You begin to overheat, and before long you will expire. <laughs> Is everybody okay? And so as I begin to look at this little lady wandering in the wilderness in her bottle, amen, going empty, amen, and I begin to think about the children of God, amen, over the years that's left the house of God or that's wandered away from God and they're wandering around in the wilderness out there and now you can't even recognize them as a child of God or the lifestyle they live, the things they do, the places they go, the words that come out of their mouth, hey, is everybody okay? Why? Because on the inside they're empty. They're, they're, their water's been spent out. But they're, they're, they're dried up on God. And they're dying inside. They're poisoned. 
Oh, y'all quiet. That's what happens. And Hagar's out there. Hagar's out there in the wilderness wandering around. Amen, there's dangers out there on every corner, on every side. Amen, there's wild animals looking on. You one thing you don't want to do is get bit by the serpent. Who's the serpent? Anybody know? Let me go up to you on a secret. I know they don't want you to think this, children. But Brother Tracy's fixing to tell y'all the truth. There is a devil. He is evil. He is wicked. All these courthouses along the land and these whacked out places and schools that's having these Satan clubs and having these Satan statues erected. I'm telling you, that's wicked. That's out of hell. That's evil. Don't you participate. Don't you let the devil in your mind. Don't you give place. The Bible says neither give place to the devil. Is everybody all right? Oh, they're putting them in our schools. They're putting them in the courthouses. But buddy, they won't let you put a cross up. Is everybody okay? Did you you know the cross is offensive? Yeah. But the Satan statue ain't. Oh, he's real. He's very real. Amen. My Bible tells me over in Peter, I want to read this to you. Amen. This is what happens in the wilderness. Amen. You wind up in the wilderness. You listen to this. Over in 1 Peter chapter 5, I'm going to start reading in verse number 6. The Bible says, Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God. You want to know what's wrong in our churches today? Ladies and gentlemen, mamas and daddies, we're not humble. Can't be told anything. Can't submit. Is everybody all right to any authority in the church? He said, humble yourselves. Therefore, under the mighty hand of God. I'm not talking about I'm your master. Is everybody all right? I'm not talking about you have to obey me. That's not what he's talking about here. Amen. But we need to learn, amen, that pride goeth before destruction. The Bible says that plain and clear in a haughty spirit before a fall. Amen? Oh, it's hard for us men to get humble. Talk to me, boys. Amen. Y'all think y'all got it tough? Y'all really think y'all got it tough? Amen. You ought to be pastoring all you bunch of alpha males. Amen. I want to slap some of you upside the head. Amen. You ain't, hey. You a little alpha male, little A, I'm big A alpha. Is everybody all right? I know, I know y'all don't think it. Amen goes right there. Amen, I know how to kick you in the shin. Is everybody all right? You ain't going to do much hopping around on one foot holding your leg up. And I can poke you in the eye. I don't fight clean, I fight dirty. Man, I went to Avondale High School. Do y'all know where that's at? Does anybody know where Avondale is? That's right. Amen. And I was in the minority and my mouth was bigger than it is now. Is everybody okay? That's right. And I had a big brother that went through there. Amen. He told everybody, when my little brother comes down the hall, try to whoop him. Those things really happened in my life. So you think you got it rough? I had to learn to be humble. Amen. 
I had to learn to submit to God. I had to learn to submit to the ordinances of the words of God. Somebody say amen. When I came along and I was at Hyde's Chapel, I had to learn to submit to my pastor. Not that he was my boss, but buddy, I had to learn to hear what he said and try to apply it to my life and know that he was seeking God on my behalf. That's when he says, humble yourselves, therefore under the mighty hand of God that he may exalt you in due time. Problem is, most of us want to go around exalting our own self, honking our own horn, tooting our own horns. Everybody all right? Saying, look at me, look what I've done. Look at how I can do, look at this. That's not what the Bible says. God will exalt you, ma'am, sir, in due time. But listen to this, casting all your care upon him for he careth for you. Did you know that God cares for you? See, God cared for Hagar. She was wandering in the wilderness. She was getting dry and delusional. She done set her child down over under a shrub and walked off and left him. Is everybody all right? Thank God for a God of second chances. Thank God for a God of second chances. Thank God for a God of third chances and fourth chances and fifth chances. But then he says this right here. Verse number eight, be sober. Well, there's a word. <laughs> there's a word. There's two words right there that go together. Be sober. Be sober. Be sober. Man, I, I'm ashamed to say it. I really am. Big John. When I was a lost man, God help me, I drank Bud Light. Is everybody okay? I, I, boy, I, I've repented and repented, especially now I'm really repenting. God helped me to wash that out of my past. But you know, after I got saved, December the 17th, 1989, can I tell you this? December the 16th was the last time I drank a Bud Light. 1989. Is everybody all right? Thank God. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen goes right there. That's right. It's the last time I drank a Coors Light, too. Is everybody okay? Amen. Be sober. Be vigilant. Because your adversary, the devil, he's your enemy. He's not your friend. This new cartoon coming out where they're trying to portray the devil as something good and God as something evil, that's wicked and out of hell. Don't let your children watch that. Don't let your children, well, I seen, Breezy showed me the trailer of that. I like to shot her phone. I said, good Lord, get that off, of, get that out of the house. We don't want none of that around. That's wicked. That's evil. Amen. He said, be sober, be vigilant because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about seeking whom he may devour. And they're wandering in the wilderness. That's where the devil is. He's a roaring lion. Amen. He's not going to come and sneak up in your life and, not, and you not know it. He's going to come in as a roaring lion. Amen. And once he gets in the door, he's going to destroy everything you've ever tried to build. He'll destroy your life. He'll destroy your marriage. He'll destroy your home. He'll destroy your children. That's what he was trying to do to Hagar. Wandering around in the wilderness. Because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about seeking whom he may devour. The Bible says, whom resist steadfast in the faith. Knowing, listen to this, knowing this, 
Whom is this steadfast in the face, knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished in your brethren that are in the world? But the God of all grace, now listen to this, who hath called us unto eternal glory by Christ Jesus, after that ye have suffered a while. Sometimes we go through things. Sometimes we suffer things. Sometimes it's God's perfect plan. But sometimes, it's because of choices we've made. And we find ourselves at the mercy of the devil? Really? You're a child of God. You don't have to live like that. But he said, after you've suffered a while, make you perfect, establish, strengthen, settle you. And so as I begin to go back over to the Genesis now, and as I begin to look at this, this well in the wilderness, thank God there's a well in the wilderness. Thank God there's a place I can come. Is everybody all right where the devil, oh, he's trying his best to get in. Somebody say amen. He's knocking on the door back there, Jesse Busby, but we're not going to let him in. Somebody say amen. Why? Because I'm going to do my best, amen, to get up behind the pulpit, amen, loaded for bear every Sunday. Why? So I can keep the devil at bay. You're going to do your best to pray every day to keep the devil out so your children can have a place in the wilderness where they can come and they can be renewed and they can be refreshed and they don't have to fear the things of the world. They're not wandering in the wilderness. There's a place they can come, glory to God, and find safety and strength, amen, from the world and from the wiles of the devil. Thank God for a little well on the side of Oglesby Bridge Road, glory to God, where God shows up on a regular basis, amen, and blesses our families and keeps us safe. Thank God for that well. Somebody ought to say Amen. Thank God for Jesus Christ. Amen, the little lady come out. The little lady come out. And Jesus looked at her. Now you can't even preach this without going there. Said, give me a drink. She said, wait a minute. Don't you know? I'm dirty. Let me just tell you what she said. Amen. I'm a Samaritan. She said, so she's saying, look, I'm dirty. You people, you people don't even have no dealings with the likes of me. Oh no. See, that's a lie of the devil. That's the lie the devil tells. Oh, oh, the church folks down there, they stay snooty. Oh yeah, they might be one or two, amen, but the majority of them down here, somebody say amen, is trying their best to love one another, to resist the devil. Bible said resist him and he'll flee. Draw nigh unto God and he'll draw nigh unto you. But before all of that, it said, submit yourselves therefore unto God. Reason you can't resist the devil is you ain't got submitted to God. Is everybody all right? Trying to wander around in the wilderness. He said, he said if you would have known who it was that spoke to you, young lady, he said, you would have asked of me and I would give you living water. Wow. Wow. You wouldn't have to come here and draw again. Amen, you would never run out. Somebody say amen. That's right. Friend, if you find yourself running on empty today, I got good news. 
There's one here that said, I'll give you a drink. Amen. You will never run out. You will never get thirsty again. You will never have to go back and draw again. Amen. You just keep coming to that well, that well called Jesus Christ. He'll keep filling you and refreshing you and reviving you over and over and over and over again in your life. But you got to come. One thing I seen Hagar done when God opened her eyes and showed her the well. Big John, had she just sat there and held on to that bottle and never refilled it, you know what would have happened? She'd have died of dehydration. Oh, you can see it all day long. You can see Calvary Baptist Church. You can come sit in. Amen, you can hear the preaching. But if you never, ever receive it, refill it, you'll still sit on the bench and drop and die. Is everybody all right? Oh, it's preaching time. I'm preaching it right whether you like it or not. That pre- I'm preaching this right. In the day in which we live, there are many wandering around in the wilderness. They are many getting tripped up out there, stumbling and falling, amen, and dragging themselves off in some corner somewhere. Dehyd- hey, your strength has, has been spent. Talk to me, church. Amen, your mind, amen, you're going crazy in your mind. You're overthinking things. You're overexaggerating things. You're underthinking things. Amen, everything's troubling. Everything's boggling up in your mind. Your mind's like a bowl of spaghetti. Is everybody all right? And you can't find no satisfaction. Can't get none out there in the world. Can't get none in the church. Can't get none at home. Can't get none on your job. Amen, why? That's because you're running on empty. You're a child of God. And God said, there's a well in the wilderness. Hallelujah. If you'd open your eyes, it's right before you, Hagar. Hello. Fill up today. Fill up today on Jesus. Fill up on on the Spirit of God. And God opened her eyes and shoo her a well of water. And she went and filled the bottle of water, gave the lad drink. God was with the lad. And that place is called the well of Beersheba. Amen. And you know what that means? You know what Beersheba means? It means literally the well of promise. The name Beersheba. God's made you some promises at the well. You've made God some promises at the well. Is everybody all right? In one place that says it's the well of of promise of sevenfold. What is that? Seven is the number of completion. Your life will never be complete, child of God, if you ain't drinking from the well. You can be saved and go into heaven. Amen, but I don't want to go miserable. Is everybody all right? When my sister died, when my sister died, we had a long drive up to South Carolina. And we, got, we left here, and we got on the other side of Winder. Amen. Up above Athens up there, heading to South Carolina. And my wife got hit 
was a kidney stone. Anybody in here ever had a kidney stone? Troy about, Troy about cried right then when I said the word kidney stone. After all he went through, he about fell down and cried like a baby. But my wife got sick as a dog throwing up, throwing up. I said, honey, you want me to take you home? She said, no, we got to go. It's her funeral. She said, if you take me, y'all never make it. Man, she was sick. She was thrown up. Me and the kids were going, and you know how they are. Ones that was with me, everybody was laughing and having a good time. We was worried about Breezy. But you know what? It was a miserable ride for her. Although we were all going to the same place. We got all sit, be sitting here today going to the same place. You're saved, you're going to heaven. Amen, it's a long ride for you because you're miserable. And man, I'm shouting it out all the way. What's the difference? I'm drinking the water. That's the, he's no respecter of person. He is no respecter of person. He'll do for you what he does for me. Are you hearing me? You could go to heaven shouting, rejoicing, having the time of your life. Or you could go miserable. You go into the, we're going to the same place. She went miserable. Matter of fact, she was so miserable when we got there, she wouldn't even get out. They said, what's wrong with Bracey? I said, she's sick. What's wrong with you? Nasty sisters. Take that off the recording. Yeah, she's sick. She ain't coming out here. I said, no, she can't walk. She's throwing up. You want her to come out here and throw up on the grave? She'll throw up on the headstone. Oh, I forgot y'all too cheap. Y'all didn't get one. I'm, <laughs> take that off too, brother. <laughs> we went to the same place. Some of us went, and don't, don't, I wasn't rejoicing that my sister was, I was just, man, we are just having a good time going up there talking, carrying on. But Breezy wasn't feeling it. I don't know how I remember all it, but she just wasn't feeling it. She was going, but she was leaning up against the window like this. And I'd say something like, baby, maybe you feeling any better? No, leave me alone! I said, okay, baby, I love you. Don't, don't, don't you touch me. My kids will tell you I'm right. Mom, is there anything we can do? Yeah, you can shut up. <laughs> Pull over. <laughs> Am I telling you? It's right. We was going to the same place. I don't know how. You can go miserable or you can go rejoicing. You going to heaven today? You can answer that question in your heart. Are you going to heaven? Are you sure of that? Are you positive you're saved? How's the trip? Huh? Is it rejoicing and refreshing? Is it exciting? Are you, are you glad and excited and happy? Or are you leaning up against the window over there? You're going you're miserable child of God you don't have to be eventually 
Eventually, if you don't take in any water, you'll die. You'll die. Did you know you can really live a whole lot longer without taking in any protein or, or, or food or meat than you can water? Amen? You're not going to live a good life if you're a child of God. Not soaking in the things of God. It's just not going to happen. Once you became a child of God, your life changed. Your destination changed forever. I'm excited about my salvation. I am. I, I love living for God. I know what it's like to be out in the world, in the wilderness, lost and on my way to hell. I know what that's like. Amen. And I wish I could say, ever since I've been saved, I've never been out of the will of God. But I have. Amen. Anybody that'd be honest would tell you the truth. They, they have too. Amen. And it's not a shame so much to get out of the will of God. But what the shame is, when God opens your eyes and shows you the well, is you just hold on to your bottle and don't refill it. Staying out of the will of God, that's the shame. That's the shame. Not enjoying your walk of salvation. That's the shame. Amen. We got revival coming up. Starts. Amen. Tomorrow night. Brother Wayne Sexton will be here. My cousin. Amen. Great, great, great preacher. You can go into revival. We can start revival and you could be, you know, just upset, cold and bitter, dying inside. Because that's what happens when you get dehydrated, right? Your organs start shutting down. Amen. Your body starts poisoning itself. Everything else is shutting down and it's attacking your heart. That's why Christians and church folks get so hard-hearted and cold-hearted. Are you hearing me? Because they're not drinking in the things of God. It affects the inside. You ever watch a Western? Oh, man. Hallelujah. Hallelujah for old-timey Western movies. Man, you'll see them cowboys out there in the desert. They got one canteen and they got 50 people. And the last horse died. And they got to walk across that desert with one canteen of water. And they start out good. And they go for a couple days and everybody's just getting a little sip. Not even enough. But it keeps them going. Keeps them going. And on the outside, they're still looking big and strong. On the outside, they're still looking good. And boy, after a few days of no water, wandering out there in the desert, that's, that's, that's the wilderness. They begin to, their mind begins to play tricks on them. They start to see things that ain't there. They call them mirages. That's right. Oh, I've seen them, I've seen them in them movies run and dive into the sand and start pouring it in their mouth and go, Pff, I thought it was water. The things, the, 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 
the tricks the wilderness will play on your mind when you're, when you're no longer partaking or taking in the things of God. The word of God. Time in prayer. Coming to worship God at the house of God. These are all things a child of God needs for that water to keep them refreshed and revived. Amen. Keep them rejuvenated. Keep them strong in the faith to keep us going in these last days. Why? Because there's a wilderness out there. There's, there's evil beasts out there. There's places that you'll get trapped in out there if you ain't careful. There's pits. I preached a message about the pits of the Bible. Oh, there's some evil pits out there. There's some dry pits. There's some wicked pits. There's some pits of destruction. All of that's mentioned in the Bible. If you ain't careful wandering around out there, you'll wind up in one. Somebody start making your way to piano. This morning, what are you going to do? We're going to heaven. Yep. But how are you going? Hagar. Hagar. Later sundown over under the shrub to die. It'll destroy your family. Wandering in the wilderness. Without the water of God. Spirit of God, the Word of God, the house of God. All these things we need as a child of God. So this morning, I don't know, I don't know your life. Amen. What I do know, you're here. So that's a good sign that you're wanting to drink. Amen. You're wanting to drink in the things of God. Don't let the devil deceive you and trick you up and say you don't need it because you do. This morning when she's playing, if the Holy Ghost has spoke to you about anything, if maybe you've been struggling, maybe some things on the inside ain't exactly right. Everything looks good out here, but only you and God know. The Holy Ghost, and if you don't know Him, friend, if you don't know Him, you ain't going to heaven. If you've never fallen on your face and called out and prayed to Jesus Christ and asked him to save you, you ain't going where I'm going. Devil ain't messing with you because he's already got you. He's got you deceived. Boy, wouldn't it be good to get a drink this morning and get saved, get a drink this morning and get right, get a drink this morning and get revived, get a drink this morning and be renewed and be refreshed? Well, it'd be good. So this morning when the Holy Ghost is speaking to hearts, would you come while we stand?